Welcome to Here for Good, the podcast of the Jewish Federation of St. Louis. I'm Karen Scher, Vice President of Community Engagement for Federation. This is a special episode of Here for Good. Instead of interviewing anyone in studio, we thought you might want to hear from some of the speakers at our recent annual meeting. Every year, for the past 118 years, we have come together to discuss the work of Federation, elect officers, honor those retiring from service, salute some outstanding community individuals, and just have a good time. This year's meeting included talks by outgoing board chair Jerry Griman, past board chair Patty Krogan, and incoming board chair Greg Yowitz. I hope you enjoy what they have to say. The evening began with the chair's report from Jerry Griman. I've been truly humbled and honored to serve as board chair of the Federation these past uh, two years. Thank you all for giving me the uh, opportunity to serve. There are many people who have played critical roles in moving the work of the Federation forward during my tenure and have done much to make my board chair experience so rewarding. So let me start with some thank yous. First, I want to thank the uh, officers who have served with me. Harvey Wallace, immediate past board chair. Tim Stern, vice chair of campaign. Les Sturman, vice chair of strategic planning. Greg Yowitz, vice chair of planning and allocations. Bob Newmark, vice chair endowments and plan giving. Mark Zarensky, vice chair of finance and treasurer. And Emily Stein McDonald, vice chair of large and secretary. I want to say a special word about Greg Yowitz. Greg has done a great deal of work and a fabulous job these past two years in leading the transformation of our planning and allocations work into a new community impact model under our 2017 strategic plan. Thank you, Greg, for all your great work, and congratulations on becoming the Federation's next board chair. I know we will be in good hands under your leadership. I also want to thank all of our lay leaders who have served as members of the Board of Directors, or the Board of Trustees, or as a member of a Federation uh, Committee over the past two years. Your dedication and work have been fantastic. Let me ask all of those here tonight who during the past two years have served as officers of the Federation, or as a member of the Board of Directors, or the Board of Trustees, or Federation Committee, uh, to please stand for a moment and be recognized. there are uh, a number of Federation past presidents and uh, board chairs who have uh, joined us uh, tonight. Uh, let me thank all of you who are here to please stand for a moment and, uh, and be recognized. I'm delighted that uh, Sandy Newman is here uh, with us tonight, uh, among others. leadership is only uh, one half of our leadership uh, equation, of course, the other half being our professional leadership uh, and staff, whom I also want to acknowledge and, and thank. Our CEO throughout uh, most of my tenure, Andrew Rayfeld, did a terrific job, and when uh, Andrew left this past spring to become president of Hebrew Union College, our inner leadership team, led by Don Hannon, 
our COO, along with Karen Shear, Senior Director of Engagement, and Michael Oberlander, Chief Philanthropy Officer before his recent departure to make Aliyah to Israel, stepped in and carried on our work without missing a beat. More recently, we named Karen Shear Vice President of Community Engagement, Mindy Fredman, Vice President of Community Impact, and Julie Gibbs, Vice President of Development. They, along with Don Hannon, acting as interim CEO, have continued to do terrific work. Don, Karen, Mindy, and Julie, a huge thank you to all of you. We could not have achieved our success in our work without you. Please stand for a moment. professional leaders don't work alone. Working with them as a professional staff of about 60. They are as dedicated, confident, and hardworking a team as I've ever seen. Their work is critical to our success. Let me ask all of our staff members who are here this evening to please stand and be recognized. Special shout out to uh, uh, Nancy Tully, our senior director of marketing, and Robin uh, Rickerman and their teams for putting this evening uh, together. <laughs> Looking uh, back over these past two years, I'm very gratified at what we've been able uh, to accomplish. We have worked to implement four core commitments that guide all the work we do. Namely, number one, expanding and strengthening an engaging, vibrant, and flourishing St. Louis Jewish community. Second, securing the well-being and safety of individuals within the Jewish community. Third, strengthening our connection to Israel and the Jewish people worldwide. And four, developing the financial and human resources and infrastructure needed by our community. We have built our fundraising efforts and allocations around these commitments and are developing mechanisms to measure our impact on advancing them. We've undertaken to build community through engagement. Our engagement efforts have included things like the Sababa Cultural Festival, our joint venture with the Jewish Light to greatly expand its reach, our revamping of YPD, our professional societies, women's philanthropy, our work with next-gen members of our community, our support for new and innovative groups like Montobu in South City, and our working as a collaborative partner with our many wonderful community agencies. Our philosophy has been to engage people first and let them know the needs of the community and what we can do to address those needs before asking people to donate. And the response has been highly positive. Bucking national trends, our annual campaign has been on an upward trajectory, both in terms of dollars and number of donors, and we are hopeful that that will continue. All of you being here tonight is an example, is an example of our engagement efforts. The needs are great, as are our opportunities. Among the many endeavors that are going on in the Federation at any given time, uh, there are a few specific things happening uh, currently that I'd like to briefly touch on. First, as you know, since Andrew's departure, a search committee, aided by professional uh, search consultants, 
has been undertaking a search for our new next president and CEO. The search necessarily has taken some time, since we're not simply sitting back and collecting applications. Rather, we are methodically scouting out prospective candidates who appear promising, who are not necessarily looking for a job at the moment, but may be open to making a move. I'm pleased to say we are making great progress in the search. We have a highly robust group of uh, excellent candidates, and next week we'll be conducting interviews of several of them. From there, we'll move quickly to whittle down the candidates to a small number of finalists, and we hope to bring a recommended candidate to the Board of Directors in the near future. Another current initiative of the Federation, which I am both pleased and, and sorry to tell you about, is our work to advance the security of our community. Unfortunately, in these times of increasing gun violence and growing anti-Semitism, we must be ever vigilant in our security precautions. And Federation has been playing a leading role in that arena. Over the past many months, we have provided both funding and consultative services regarding security to many community agencies and institutions. And we are working on a plan that will involve substantially greater degrees of both funding and services to address security needs throughout our community. You'll be hearing much more about that in the near future. Another exciting development is a project in the works to renovate and significantly expand our Holocaust Museum and Learning Center. The museum will increase in size, have its own entrance and very attractive space on the east side of this building and have completely redesigned exhibitry. It also will have expanded and revamped programming to not only help make sure the world never forgets the wars of the Holocaust, but also relate the lessons of the Holocaust to what is happening in the world today. Although we are only in the quiet phase of fundraising for this project, I am pleased to report that we have raised more than two-thirds of the estimated cost of the project to date. You'll be hearing my story. I want to thank Gloria Feldman for her leadership in moving this project forward. Thank you, Gloria. And I want to thank Carol Steinberg, who's been chairing the project and task force and leading the fundraising efforts with the assistance of Wendy Dyer. And Michael Steinberg has also played a major role in moving the project forward, for which we are extremely grateful. Thank you. While I'm on the subject of the Steinbergs, I want to take a moment to recognize uh, how much Michael and Carol do for our community in so many different ways. They are, of course, extremely generous donors to Federation and our community, but their contributions go well beyond that. They also are extremely generous with their time and with their wisdom. Carol not only is uh, leading the Holocaust Museum Task Force, but will be taking on the role of Vice Chair and Secretary uh, on the Federation Board. And I cannot think of an issue confronting our community that Michael has not provided help in addressing. As just the latest reflection of their generosity, Michael and Carol donated the sculpture hanging in the uh, atrium of this building. Look up when you walk out. 
as well as the two uh, sculptures in the parking lot in front of the building. Michael and Carol, thank you for everything. Let me close with a parting thought. When I stood before you two years ago, I said I thought a central question for our people is why be Jewish? I advocated that we need to recognize the many different answers to that question coming from various quarters of our community. I said for some the answer may be the Jewish religion, its laws, its teachings, its majesty, and its mystery. I said for others it may be Jewish culture and traditions, the holidays, the food, the family, memories. I said for still others it may be a devotion to Jewish values, such as repairing the world, caring for the needy, welcoming the stranger, promoting social justice, and a love of learning. And for some, it may be the history and peoplehood of the Jewish people and the feeling of being connected to other Jews and to Israel. These are all different threads that together make up the fabric of the Jewish people. And what is most important is the fabric, not the threads, and that we don't allow any of the threads to be pulled from the fabric, lest that lead to the fabric unraveling. We need to preserve that fabric and wrap it around ourselves to bind us together as a community. And so when we look at members of our community who may come to their Judaism from a different direction than others might, I hope everyone will be respectful, tolerant, and embracing of all of our different perspectives. I hope we will all recognize that religion is mainly about choices we make for ourselves, not what we can impose on others. And I hope we will all recognize that there is strength in our community, being both diverse and united. Thank you very much, and shalom. Thank you all very much. Past board chair Patty Krogan then gave the State of the Jewish Federation of St. Louis address. Good evening. Uh, my name is Patty Krogan. I'm about to be the past, past, past board chair of the Federation. And tonight it's my pleasure to update you on a few highlights of the work of the Federation over the past year. During my many years of volunteer service, I've watched our Federation refine its vision and focus, becoming ever more inclusive, more creative, and more intentional. Before I begin, let me thank Jacques Herzog and the Center for Hearing and Balance Disorders for sponsoring the closed captioning both tonight and at the 2019 L'Chaim celebration in a few weeks. So... So as Jerry has reported, the national search for a CEO continues, but the work of the Federation has continued unabated. As board chair, I want to really recognize Jerry's enormous contribution to both aiding in stabilizing us during a period of transition, as I think all of you can appreciate, but also continuing to lead the implementation of the 2017 strategic plan. 
providing for a Jewish community foundation model that replaces the traditional planning and allocations functions, the plan calls for a needs-first approach and a case for giving based on these defined community needs. Community investments will be tied to measurable programmatic impact in St. Louis, in Israel, and wherever Jews are in need. These changes will help us as donors more clearly see and understand the impact of our philanthropy. The current Federation Board, too, has worked very hard to bring these plans to fruition, and under Greg's future leadership, will oversee pilot programs and investments under the new model as we work to support a vibrant Jewish community. Over the year, leadership development has continued to be a major focus of Federation, as you've already heard, um, as it continues to engage future lay leaders, preparing especially young people for larger community leadership roles. One of Federation's newest programs, and you heard a little bit of this mentioned in uh, the video, is Access Leadership. Through a series, this is a program uh, that's jointly sponsored by the Ben-Gurion Society and the Millstone Institute. Through a series of specialized seminars on Jewish values and leadership skills, the program offered participants the opportunity to explore their values, understand challenges in the community, hear differing perspectives, and work individually with a senior volunteer mentor. We're pleased to have some of the members of the first class here tonight, and I'd like you to please stand so everyone can see you and recognize you. Uh, Joanna Alper. Is Joanna here? Uh, Lauren Cohen. Richie Gallant. Evan Glantz. Alex Hyman. Bill Hoffman. Jenny Kronick, Weston Manley, Abby Marks, Dahlia Oppenheimer, and David Palatnik. Thank you all. YPD, our Young Professionals Division, also enjoyed a long-anticipated relaunch last month. Now rebranded as Your Place Discovered, over 200 young adults gathered to celebrate its mission to build and sustain an inspired, thriving community of Jewishly engaged young adults. Our thanks to their new board for all their hard work. Also working towards engaging the next generation are a new cadre of PJ Library ambassadors who personally reach out to young families to tell the story of PJ Library and how sharing books with their children will help families enhance Jewish identity and strengthen Jewish homes. Currently, 2,632 families participate in this amazing program. Thank you again to our founding family, Michael and Leslie Litwack, for their vision in bringing this program to St. Louis. Last year, as has been mentioned, we also celebrated a very successful community-wide arts and culture festival in partnership with the JCCA. Sababa, a slang expression that my son-in-law tells me is used all the time in modern Hebrew, originally meant amazing, <clears throat> but over time, it came to mean cool. So being with thousands of our community was indeed cool and amazing. 
Our work connecting people to Israel also continues with educational programs like Shema Listen, special speakers like the upcoming talk by David Mikowski on the Israeli elections, our Shin Shanim program, which brings two Israeli teens to St. Louis to volunteer in our schools and synagogues to teach about modern Israeli life and to learn from their American counterparts. On top of this, of course, community missions that Federation sponsors, in addition to the many missions that are sponsored by our synagogues and temples. Ours uh, include the Interfaith Mission, the JWRP Momentum, and birthright trips to Israel. Last December, Jerry led another bipartisan group of state legislators on the biannual Legislators Mission. And coming up in October is our second community-wide Show Me Israel trip, led by Karen Rader, with close to 90 people already signed up. These were some of the positive highlights of the past year. But of course, the work is never done. We know from the community study that there are still too many Jews in our community living with severe economic distress and orphan seniors living isolated and alone. We know that religious affiliation is threatened and the strategic investment of funds in Jewish education and young families is critical. And sadly, as Jerry's mentioned, the American Jewish community has witnessed a dramatic increase in anti-Semitic hate speech and attacks. Here in St. Louis, we're lucky, along with the JCRC and ADL, to have a Holocaust museum and learning center that takes the lead in outreach and education to the broader community about the dangers of hatred and discrimination. You may not know that last year alone, over 30,000 people from 48 states visited the museum here to learn about the Holocaust and the continuing threat of prejudice and intolerance both here and abroad. Our museum is a gem that we should be so very proud of. The museum has also debuted a project that began in the 70s. We do remember the 70s. Uh, <laughs> when volunteers spent hours interviewing Holocaust survivors, liberators, and others who had come to live in St. Louis after the war, those oral history recordings are now online along with pictures and maps in a searchable database, preserving these stories for all time. I want to thank Fran Poger for her work this past year as chair of the museum, and to congratulate Bud Rosenbaum, who is being installed tonight as the new Holocaust Museum and Learning Center chair. To support other initiatives and programs like those I've mentioned, the 2019 Community Campaign is in full swing. I'm sure you've seen posters and emails and even snail mail announcing the 100 days to make an impact. And perhaps you've heard the first podcasts, Here for Good, hosted by Vice President of Federation, Karen Scher. Last year's campaign was successful in no small part because of a significant increase in the number of donors. So as we come together tonight, reaffirming our commitment to the vision of a vibrant Jewish community, we can continue to leverage our collective resources to achieve common goals. In a few weeks, over 700 women 
will join together at the Ritz-Carlton for the fifth anniversary of L'Chaim. The theme for the evening is, if you find something greater than yourself, you can do great things in the world. And that is the message I would leave you to t- with tonight. Together, we do great things. Thank you. Greg Yawitz concluded the evening with the incoming chair remarks. Thank you, Mindy. So um, before I give my remarks, uh, I want to uh, talk about somebody. I'm talking about Jerry. It's hard to believe how quickly these past two years have gone and how much we have accomplished. Simply put, we would not be where we are as a federation and as a community without Jerry's amazing leadership. It's hard to believe in this short time we have completed a new visionary strategic plan, which Jerry chaired. We've begun implementation of a new community investment model during Jerry's term. We've assisted Covenant Place in an amazing fundraising campaign and have made an impact with over 100 community partners. If all of these accomplishments weren't enough, we've unexpectedly been without a CEO for six months already, and the Federation has not missed a step because of Jerry's leadership. And as you heard, we are well along the way in raising the funds necessary to transform our Holocaust Museum. These are some big shoes to fill for me. I'm guessing at least three sizes larger than my size eights. (laughs) Jerry, we can't thank you enough and know that this is by far not the end of your leadership, just a change in role. So on behalf of the board, the staff, and the entire Jewish community, thank you. You've done an amazing job. And if the script is right, I have a special toke. Is it? I'm looking at Don. Okay. Special token of our appreciation. It's a little something for now. I think you should probably open it. I pick later. Later? Okay, fine. (laughs) So... It is truly a humbling experience to be standing here tonight as our Federation's next community board chair. I accept this position with tremendous humility and will put every effort forth to honor those who have come before me. After spending the last two years as vice chair of community impact, having served on our Federation's strategic planning committee, as vice chair of strategic planning, a member of JFNA's national young leadership cabinet, and a member of the 2015 Wexner Heritage Cohort, I believe I'm ready to take on this important role for our community. I'm excited to be co-chairing the search for our next CEO and know we will soon fill that position with a dynamic leader who will help us continue along the path we embarked upon over two years ago with the development of our strategic plan. We would not be where we are today as a community as I mentioned, without the leadership of Jerry and all of our past board chairs, as well as the amazing work and dedication of our tremendously talented and devoted staff. They amaze me every day with what they are able to accomplish. 
Now, in a few short months, the secular calendar will turn to 2020. And I believe that is a symbolic number for our St. Louis Jewish Federation. As we move into 2020, we need to have a clear vision of the path forward. And as our optometrists would say, a 2020 vision. I tried. So Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs, the former chief rabbi of the United Hebrew Congregations of England, put forth seven principles of Jewish leadership, which I intend to follow during my term as board chair. Principle one, leadership begins with taking responsibility. I, we, leaders, need to own our commitments, lead by example, and serve our community to the extent of our ability. Principle two, no one can lead alone. It is not just the volunteers, it is also the outstanding staff that will move us forward. Principle three, leadership is about the future. If we only focus on the here and now and the issues of today, we will not be prepared, prepared for what is to come next. We must work on addressing the issues at hand. However, we must always be mindful of the events on the horizon that will shape our future work. And principle four, leaders learn. I learned a long time ago, you should always be able and willing to learn from others and adapt. As leaders, we must be willing to accept that we cannot know it all and that others can teach us and help guide our decisions. Leadership, principle five, means believing in the people that you lead. No one can do it all. Giving people responsibility and the room for them to lead is crucial. This principle will help us ensure a strong pipeline of future Jewish leaders. Principle six, leadership involves a sense of timing and pace. Okay, the 2020 joke was, was horribly timed. <laughs> Rabbi Tarfan in Pirkei Avot chapter two said, it is not your responsibility to finish the work of perfecting the world, but you are not free to desist from it either. We cannot hope to do it all. However, we, what we do we should do with an eye to success and the best outcomes possible. And principle seven, leadership is stressful and emotionally demanding. And we must acknowledge this and may be mindful to make thoughtful decisions, not simply ones based on emotion or reactions. Processes must be followed and the best decisions made on each situation. As Albert Einstein said, anyone who has never made a mistake has never tried anything new. So as we employ these principles of Jewish leadership, I believe we need to maintain a clear focus on Jewish unity to embrace, honor, and celebrate the incredible diversity within our Jewish community. There are so many amazing ways we as Jews live our lives. In a world where it is more common to think about what separates us, we must follow the words of the prophet Isaiah and be a light unto the nations. We must come together for our community and become an example of what is possible. As Rabbi Sachs said, Jewish unity is a cause that is not advanced by the advocacy of one point of view over another. It demands the difficult but not impossible exercise of thinking not objectively as a Jew, not as a member of this group or that, but as a member of an indivisible people. Now more than ever, we should use this wisdom as a guide for our work. 
As a result of the number, numerous leadership programs I have participated in, I've been fortunate to build relationships, close ones, with Jews of all backgrounds, something I cherish deeply. These relationships help me understand with clarity how others see things differently from me so that I can say, understand their perspective. And we may not always agree on everything, and that is okay. It is about our ability to listen and respect the views of each other, and through that, make the best decisions. So whether you have been involved in the community in the past or if this is your first Federation meeting, I invite you to be a part of our community because there is much work to do. And as I noted earlier, no one can do it all. Great things are happening here at the Federation and at our many community partners, and you can be a part of taking us to more inspiring outcomes. I would not uh, have the time to take on this role without my amazing family. My daughters, Allison and Caitlin, are the light that inspires me every day, and my, wife's my wife, Julie's love, patience, and wisdom are beyond words. Their support is what keeps me going and inspires me to be the best father, husband, and leader I can be. I am truly the luckiest man in the world. Thank you again for everything you have done and for what you will do. It truly makes a difference, and for that, we are grateful. Tonight would not be possible without the dedication of our hardworking and fabulous team of staff. I hope, if you have the chance, you will thank them personally. In the end, I am here to serve our community and serve all of you. Please share your ideas, your thoughts, and yes, even your concerns, so that together we can create that light that I know will shine for decades to come. Kenya Hiratson. So, if I'm reading this program properly, I think I have a really important job now. I hereby adjourn the 118th annual meeting. We hope you'll join us for some dessert in the lobby. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this special episode of Here for Good. Please remember that our 100 Days to Make an Impact is ongoing. We can only accomplish all of what you just heard about if we have the philanthropy of thousands of volunteers and donors. Please visit jfedstl.org to make your donation today. Thank you so much for listening to Here for Good.